Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's scripture comes from Matthew 3, verses 13 through 17. That can be found on page 957 of your uh, pew Bibles. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? (coughs) Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lightning on him, and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So last week we talked about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and how that was the power switch to the church. We heard Peter tell us, to repent and be baptized in order to turn the switch on and activate the work of the Holy Spirit. <coughs> so what is baptism and why is it necessary? In order to get a full picture, we must go back to the beginning. One thing to remember as we go back to the beginning is that water is an important element to any baptism. There is something in the water. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He saw, and he saw that they were good. The earth was a formless void covered in darkness, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. The voice of God spoke light into existence, creating light and darkness. This is the first day of creation. We see the Spirit of God present over the waters, and the voice of God speaking light into existence. Over the next five days, God would finish his creation, speaking our world into existence. God created humanity in his image and charged them to look, at, to look after his creation. But they told him not to eat of the tree, knowledge of good and evil. Humanity failed in this endeavor to not eat from this tree. And from that point, humanity has continued their knowledge to do evil in this world. Where is the goodness God saw in his creation? There is something in the water. In Genesis, we see three elements to baptism. The first is the water. Water is an essential element to all life. Without water, we could not not shower and wash ourselves. And it's exactly what happens at baptism. We are cleansed. It is through the breaking of a mother's water that new life is brought into this world. It is through the waters of baptism that we are cleansed from the sin of creation and we are given new life. 
in Christ. Second, we see the fall of humanity. This is the reason we need this baptism. You do not need to look far to see the results of the fall. All we need to do is turn on the news. Look in the newspaper and see the, and see the evil that humanity is capable of. Absolutely heinous acts like what we see in Syria and Iraq to the atrocities that happened in our own backyard. Thankfully, in baptism, we can commit to turn from this evil. Finally, we hear God's voice. The Hebrew word used in this passage is ruach, which can be interpreted wind, spirit, or breath. Let's use breath here. Use breath here because when we, when we talk and and, and uh, want to say something, we take a deep breath and say what we have to say. Breath is essential for making our voices be heard. Another reason I use breath here is because in the creation story of Adam, God breathed the breath of life into Adam. So we, so when we have something to say, we take a deep breath and the words come out when we exhale. God's creative exhale breath hovered over the waters as he thundered, let there be light. Listen to what the psalmist has to say about the voice of God. And remember its creative power. We creative power. We will hear the voice of God over the waters again. Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. And in his temple all say, The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Psalm 29 is an awesome description of the voice of the Lord. It shows the totality of its awesomeness. We will hear the same voice booming over the waters of Christ's baptism. In this psalm, we see the voice of the Lord booming in the wilderness. John the Baptist was God's mouthpiece in the wilderness, preparing the way for the Lord. John 1, 19-23. This was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and temple assistants from Jerusalem to ask John, Who are you? He came right, right out and said, I am not the Messiah. Well, then who are you? They asked. Are you Elijah? No, he replied. Are you the prophet we are expecting? No. Then who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you have to say about yourself? John replied in the words of the prophet Isaiah, I am a voice shouting in the wilderness, clear the way for the Lord's coming.
In all four of the gospel accounts, we hear the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. In the same chapter of Matthew that we read earlier, the very beginning of it, uh, verses uh, Matthew 3, 1 through 2, says this, In those days John the Baptist began preaching in the Judean wilderness. His message was, Turn from your sins and turn to God, because the kingdom of heaven is near. John's message was very similar to the message of Peter last week after the, uh, on Pentecost, to repent and be baptized. Humanity, despite God's constant calls to the prophets to live rightly, had made the path so crooked that it needed straightening. John preached a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. On the banks of the Jordan River, John called people to the water with the call to repent because the kingdom of heaven has come near. The people of Israel answered his call, confessing their sins and joining John in the water and ritually washing themselves of their sin and committing to lot to live righteously. There is something in the water. John's message was, message was to prepare the way for the work of Christ and to make his path straight. Humanity had gone so far off the, off the, tra off the path, path of righteousness, that they needed to be set, set right. John calls Israel to recognize how far off the path to righteousness they have strayed and to come back. It is one thing to confess your wrongdoings. It takes another act to repent and turn from them. If we are driving somewhere and take a wrong turn, and after a while realize, oh, we took a wrong turn. Well, that's all fine and good, but what good is that if we don't get back on course, if we just continue in our wrong turn? Along with that realization, we need to change course to get back on our, our original directions. Just as John's baptism of repentance prepared the way, our baptisms prepare our hearts for the work of the Holy Spirit within us. John's baptism encourages the people to recognize their wrong turn and to commit to come back to the path of righteousness. In the Gospel of John, we are told the reason for John's baptism is so that Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, would be revealed. <clears throat> there is something in the water. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world even sought baptism from John. In today's Gospel text, we see Jesus joining John in the waters of baptism. In Matthew's text, we, John hesitates, claiming, I need to be baptized by you. John recognizes Jesus as the Christ, the perfect Son of God. Why does he need this baptism of repentance? Christ joins with the masses who have dedicated their lives to righteous living through the ritual of baptism. In Matthew's Gospel, Christ's response to John's hesitancy was, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us to fulfill all righteousness. Humanity has already failed time and time again at fulfilling righteousness. So Jesus, God in the flesh, God's perfect representation in humanity, needed to be baptized to fulfill God's righteousness. Christ stood at the waters of baptism representing humanity. 
Jesus, the Son of God, is standing in the Jordan River on behalf of humanity. We see heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descending like a dove. And God's creative voice booming over the waters again, declaring, You are my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. There's something in the water. Christ's commitment to live righteously was vigorously tested in the following passages. Just after his baptism, he's led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days. Christ exemplifies what it means to live righteously. John proclaimed Christ to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Lamb was used in sacrifices to cover the, to cover the sins of, of the people. But Christ, God's perfect Lamb, takes away the sin of the world. In living righteously, Christ became the perfect sacrifice for us all. Christ again stood for humanity when he took our sins to the cross. He did not stay dead for our, for our sins, but rose victoriously over sin and death. Through Christ's shed blood, we are cleansed of our unrighteousness, and we share in his victory over sin. John spoke of one who was coming after him that will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus is the one John spoke of. Understanding the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, we can experience the forgiveness of baptism. In our baptism, we confess that we have strayed from the path of righteousness and publicly commit to return to the right path. God the Father forgives our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness because of the shed blood of God, of God the Son. The Holy Spirit is here with us to keep us, to keep us on the right path. In John 14, 16 through, 20, through 17 and 26, we see the words of Christ. And they say, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him, because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him, because he lives with you now and later will be in you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. The Holy Spirit is with us to guide and direct us. He is with us to continue the transformation that begins in us at baptism. At baptism we renounce evil and the work of the devil and turn toward God and embrace the goodness that is in, that is in him. The Holy Spirit guides guides us to be shining examples of Christ. He helps us recognize the things in our lives that are not of God. And through Him, we can overcome them. The Holy Spirit is a consuming fire in our life that beats up the stuff that does not belong and will convict us of the stuff that's in our lives that shouldn't be there if we have an ear to hear Him. The work of the Holy Spirit is still going on within us, and will continue until it is completed. The goodness God saw in humanity and creation will be restored. The work that the Holy Spirit has begun in you will be completed. The triune God is with us at baptism, just as he was at Christ's baptism. It is through baptism that we die to our sinful ways 
and share in Christ's victory as we rise to new life in Christ. Just as water breaks to bring new physical life into this world, it also breaks for new spiritual life in Christ. It is through our baptism that we are members of the collective body of Christ. It is through baptism that God's voice can declare that you are his beloved son or daughter, in whom he is well pleased. And God is well pleased with anyone who commits to live righteously, to restore the goodness to his creation. If you have never been baptized, I invite you to consider, consider it, because there is something in the water that will change your very soul. Perhaps you've been baptized but have gone off the path of righteousness. The Holy Spirit is still present and calling you back. I invite all of us to remember our baptisms. I invite us to remember our baptismal vows. I know one of the baptisms I've seen have had a question-answer response. And I'm not expecting you guys to answer to the answer the questions. I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask the questions that I can remember hearing at, at baptisms and vaguely remember from my own baptism so many years ago. John preached a baptism of repentance to turn from our evil ways. Christ embraced the baptism of John in his baptism. Through the grace of the triune God present at baptism, we can embrace this baptism. Let us now recall together our baptism. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe that he loved you so much that he gave his life for you and that through him your, your, your sins are washed away and that in his rising to life that you too can rise to new and unending life in him? Do you acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sin? Do you renounce the evil that humanity has brought into God's good creation? Do you commit to live a holy life, a life that displays a love for God and your neighbor? Do you commit to encourage your brothers and sisters who have shared in this baptism to do the same? The amazing grace of God is what is found in the waters of baptism. God in his mercy has created a way through the work of Christ for his spirit to live within us. When we rise to the waters of baptism, the voice of God thunders over us. This is my beloved son or daughter, in whom I am very pleased. Let us pray. Almighty God. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.